It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 114, The Invisible Enemy. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a personality. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who podcast, brought to you tri-weekly. Uh, by law, we have to. We used to do bi-weekly. Um... And we, we ran into that problem with the horse. Dan, how are you today on this July 4th? Uh, America's birthday. Ha- happy, happy birthday. Happy America Day, everyone else in the world. Because um, you don't get enough of us. We're insufferable on our birthday. Do you have a lot of fireworks where you're at, Dan? It was... Cool. Nightly. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough last night. There was a lot of fireworks all lot over. Fireworks. Yep. Neighbors. Uh, we have a neighbor with a dragon on his roof. Uh, true story. And uh, uh-huh. he, he goes like, it was like as if you were going to like a professional fireworks oh. show. It was ridiculous. And he just kept going and going and going. Did he like start at midnight? Because that's the they, time my neighbors like yeah, to go. He went from like nine and then it kept going until like t- 11 o'clock. It was still sort Until of, his house burns down. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a little over fireworks. Like, uh, yeah. meh. Right, yeah. and a lot of dogs yeah, don't like it, so it's like sort of, it's like yeah, right already. Uh, all over Twitter, I keep seeing posts from people saying uh, this is the the day of the the year that most. Uh, how do you say it? How do you say it? More pets are lost on this day than any other day of the year. Is what they say oh, because they get scared and run away. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, my so dogs everyone... are very are fine with it. I've had dogs in the past that it's been a nightmare. So I feel yeah. lucky that at least our two dogs are cool. We're not yeah, here to talk about fireworks, Dan. They, uh, Dan, we're not here what? to talk about fireworks. How are was your three weeks? We, it wasn't all fireworks. It was a lot more than that. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> it was a lot of uh, tweets about this. Um, what's it called? There's this uh, new book out called Goblin. I think. Oh, well, yeah. yeah I guess yeah, I think, a like, uh, mandatory uh, opening show. Uh, Goblin, fantasy adventure graphic novel for ten year olds and over. Is uh, right now on sale from written by me, art by Will Perkins. A if huge, you give it to a nine-year-old, God help yep, you. Yep. Huge thank you to uh, our UK fans who must be buying the book because it it's selling some copies over there. If you That's need your cool. copy, uh, you can go to realmofgoblin.com, and all the links there are to U.S. stores. Now, if you are uh, in the UK or 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 Australia or Ireland or where, wherever you're from. It's available in your, you know, you don't have to import it. So you should be able to go to whatever store you normally go to get books, even Amazon or whatever, and you should be able to find it. So you should do that, right? I, I yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can get it anywhere. If you're uh, if you're in a research station in Ar- Antarctica, I'm sure there's a local book. If I have to go down there and deliver it, uh, thing style. Eric's doing a, a signing um, in Antarctica uh, <laughs> next week, so... Get ready. What Line a up. turnout. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's, that's good. Great. Thank you, Dan, for the plug. Um, oh, of course. 
yeah, someone please, here is doing something interesting. Please buy him. Uh, I might as well. We might as well talk about him. Uh, so nothing was going on going in Dan on my, world in my world right now. I I just got back from walking the dogs. I met a I met a new dog friend. Uh, scratched him on the face, and he immediately turned and peed on me. So <laughs> my life is going really well right now. Uh, what's there to complain about? It's all good. It sounds like a good time. I'm not sure how that happened. Great. I imagine the dog friend was attached to a human, and it wasn't just some random dog that you jumped on and then were peed on. I have one of those flying bugs in my office. It's not a mosquito. But it uh-huh. looks like a mosquito. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those like really, really big legs, big, big things that look like yeah. mosquitoes, but they're not. What are they called? I, I've always heard people refer to them as mosquito hawks, but I don't think that's a thing. I think it's just a like, mosquito hawk. Sounds great. Uh, I wish it was uh-huh. a mosquito hawk. Um, yeah. So you have you, you're meeting animals in the woods. Uh, I'm writing about the woods. <laughs> well, we is- are quite a pair. Quite. This, was, this was in the, the urban setting at a dog park, and it took me half an hour to get that dog to pee on me. So I'm pretty happy about it. Just throwing bills at it. Uh, come on. <laughs> what, is my money no good Daddy's here? got come a new on. pair of shoes. Um, yeah, so uh, speaking of uh, weird things that go inside you, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> that's not, uh, let's what talk happened. about the invisible. That's not what happened. Let's talk about the, inv- <laughs> the invisible enemy. The All invisible right, enemy, Dan. Indivisible. Unless you have anything else to add before we, I don't care. Yeah, let's just get into it. We're all dying to talk about this story. So why don't you hit the button? We're all all dying because we have to talk about this by law to Brewster's million situations. If we don't review all of the Doctor Who uh, shows within thirty days, what happens? We expire. We expire. We We may. Yep. yep. Eric's drinking some American lunch right now. I'm drinking some uh, mostly the blood of children. No. (laughs) <laughs> I got this at the uh, when I was getting my vaccine over at the uh, pizza place. I always get my uh, I, I, I go give me another child's juice. Uh, no, that sounds that, that sounds more wrong than I intended it to be. No, you. The thing is, you <laughs> meant it to sound really wrong. So. Now and see, some lunatic will take this. Oh, yeah. well, take this audio and then try to and keep to it ruin in context later. because in context it's still not good. <laughs> they didn't have to do it. No matter how right, you, know you yeah, it's all fine. We're just gonna hit that button. And hit the button, my here. friend. Ready? Beep. Woo-doo. It's the invisible insect. No, the invisible enemy. There is one other with the host. She has been rejected. We must destroy her and dispose of her body with the rest. Take up your positions. Hello, Lally. Are you all right? Rightly perfect, thank you, yet, Lally. What did you say? I said I'm perfectly all right, thank you, Lally. My name is Leela. I know your name, Leela. What happened? Must have had a bot of a shick. What? A bot of a shick. Doctor, what is it? What's the matter? Well, a voice or something in my head. The evil thing. Nonsense. Just a nasty turn. Come on. We're on Titan. Let's take a look. Uh, he loves you. All right, the invisible enemy, Dan. Unless your name's Leela. Uh, oh, uh, the, um, what was the name? I guess we'll get to it. The Rejected? No, not The Rejected. 
Uh, the Unloved. Uh, the Invisible Enemy. This was the second serial from season number 15. Lucky number 15. Uh, this was the first appearance of K-9, too, for all you fans of K-9 that robotic one. dog. Uh, this is written by the Baker and Martin team, uh, which we, we've seen before. And it later we'll goes see on to become Rowan and Martin. And we'll see is... again. Yeah, and Rowan and Martin's laughing. Um it would be a lot more interesting if one of the characters would just painted Goldie Hawn style. Yeah. Uh, and they just cut to... Suck it cut to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is directed by Derek uh, Goodwin. Uh, the doctor flies through a cloud of uh, virus, a COVID cloud, uh, and there's <laughs> a uh, spaceship and uh, t- Titan... <laughs> and uh, they're all infected, and there's a, a shrimp involved. Uh, Dan, I don't even know how to <laughs> properly... Uh, there's an inner space, uh, fantastic voyage element to this. There's a lot going on in four episodes. We don't really need a synopsis, because it won't I matter. I don't think so. It won't matter. Dan, what did you think of the three-man rocket crew... Uh, and their adventure on Titan Base in this story, The Invisible Enemy. The Invisible Enemy. Um, well, first of all, <sighs> it's great. We're, we're doing another Tom Baker story. We all love the Tom Baker. Yeah, normally. Um, uh, <laughs> I do not like the pairing of Tom Baker and Leela. You get the sense that all. they don't like the pairing of Tom they Baker. Do not. <laughs> I don't know if they don't like it. The writers don't like it. Someone doesn't like it. Many people don't because it is It's a little excruciating. It's a little like they're in two different stories too. Like Well you go. You give me your thoughts and then I will well, interject okay. my I mean, uh, overall, let's let's talk about the good things. The good things, yep. Tom Baker's great. He can make anything more fun and interesting. So he does have some great moments of levity. There's some um interesting lore stuff that gets um, talked about briefly that we'll come back to later when he's talking about the, the super mind, super brain thing that he can't do anymore. There's uh, pretty good acting all around. I think actually most of the, the performances are very good. The production design. I think everything in terms of the miniatures, and there are a lot of miniatures. The miniatures for the, the planet and uh, the the asteroid and all the stuff looks looks great. Well, the production except for the, is... except for the ship. Yeah, the the, the ship looks like a Fisher Price uh, child's toy. But other than uh, on a string. But other than that, like the the web effect in space that has the the alien cloud that they're flying through, I thought it all looked really good. So there was a lot to like about aspects of the story. The overall story it was fine. There's. I, I kind of like the idea of the of the virus and the mind control. Actually, I think all of that was great until we got to the cloning part, where it really was just a complete ripoff of Fantastic Voyage. Just there, there was nothing really interesting to me about that, and and some very strange things around like the the mind brain. Oh, the uh, main Brian main mind brain bridge. Was that that's was that? the brain Brian <laughs> the Lane Bryant bridge. Was, uh, yep. I mean, yep. strange. It's apparently a wind tunnel. Anyway, and getting to, to see the first episode with K9, we've we've reviewed stories with K9 before. We saw the final story with K9 Mark II, uh, going wandering off with Romana too. So like we've seen that. Now we got to see the beginning of it. So that was that was fun. I didn't know that was in this story. Um, the creature design 
they were swinging for the fences, uh, but the, I, I, I think they uh, they didn't quite get there. Yeah, they were Overall, swinging for the fences. Okay. They were in the wrong park. Oh, I see. yes. Um, but that's my that's my overall. Whatever. Fine. Eric, what did you think about this uh, uh, story? I I I always like Tom Baker. Of Obviously, course. he's always he's always interesting. Mm-hmm. Having said that, this is my 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 least favorite Tom Baker story I think we've ever done. Hey, I didn't really like it at all. You mentioned the production design being good, and it is at times. But it's also awful at times. Like the stuff in his mind when he gets injected, and I like that. I understand it is borrows heavily from Fantastic borrows. Voyage, but I like yep. all of that shrinking you down and putting you in the body. Um, th- all that's fine. It, it, this, so that part I thought was interesting, and I thought the set decoration and everything within Tom Baker's mind, including uh, Tom Baker's hairy balls that play a... Uh, you've got crabs and hairy balls uh, inside of Tom. <laughs> that was all fine. I thought some of the miniature stuff, like even like when you saw the hospital, the space hospital... Where they had like it looked like it was clay, and they had all the little windows, and the only lights in the whole place on are the one room that people are, and everything else was black. Right. I didn't love that kind of look, and I yeah. thought the costume design of the that white helmet was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was like the most uninspired white cap, uh, yeah. which I didn't like. I didn't love the story. I mean, I like the I like the. I like the ideas, the elements, but yeah. the execution was terrible. Sure. So I liked the invisible enemy. It's a uh, con- very contagious thing that passes from person to person. Like that whole thing was cool, and that you know it's an invasion of the body snatchers type thing. Except you get clearly you know, hair on your arms for some reason. <laughs> the guy that's like, it's my eyes, and then he just walks and around with those eyes. dumb sunglasses, and he's like, I got a laser blast to the face. Uh, all that stuff was fine, but it just was, I don't know, I felt like it was, by the end, by the last episode, I felt it so boring, and it felt like they knew how bad the lobster man was, or the shrimp man, or whatever you want to talk it. So most sure. of it was just voiceover versus Tom Baker in a door for like a, a long... You didn't even see the enemy at some point. He was just like yeah. running from the voice. And it was all really uh, just kind of stupid. And I don't really understand the story all that well. Like, so there's this this race of beings this swarm right they've got like a hive mind uh so there's the nucleus or did i say that that's the thing that actually can yes so that's sort of the the master control unit of this swarm and the thing that causes the reproduction as well yeah so yeah yeah so his goal or her goal or or their their goal. goal um there's no gender in the this space cloud wants to take over Tom Baker or the doctor's body mm-hmm. so that he or she or they can access time control, right? Or have sure. a, access yep. to the TARDIS and they can, they can not just all of space, but all of time. Fine. Yes. Gets into Tom Baker's body. Is going to win, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then Tom Baker copies himself 
and goes inside of his own body mm-hmm. and then is about to kill the lobster man mm-hmm. but he dies before it can happen right because there's a it's a blade Time blade limited, runner yeah. limited life tears and rain moment i think should have had a moment like that instead of the way they logan, did it i would have gone with logan's run instead but okay it was logan's a little confusing run. even that thing because it almost looks like he does kill the thing and then but he right. died whatever yeah and then he leaves the body but he wanted to yeah. be in the body but he leaves the body because he, he he reads the doctor's mind about the tear ducts fine and then he decides that his macro like being bigger makes more sense than being smaller but it doesn't they're actually much more they have a better uh a plan if they do this virus thing and they're they're the invisible enemy not the visible enemy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so why did he leave he made a tactical mistake man it happened it was fine just, uh, it was stupid and then animation for for who knows how long since i guess so it's like the first time it's like one of those videos instead of a, a cute video about a little boy hearing for the first time this is a terrible video about a lobster learning Making to walk choices. for the first and he has trouble walking cannot walk he cannot yeah. walk um and, and there's like wild and crazy arm movements of the shrimp man it was just bad i thought the end was was like anything that i liked about it you know he had covid face shields you had everything it was a rip from the yeah, headlines yeah, yeah. I, everything I was working too. and then i felt like the last episode it completely fell apart like they they yep. were out of money and time and it was just and ideas and ideas and caring. i mean they you have all these eyebrows and then they just you know they don't really do anything you have like one of the lines some of my best friends are humans that was fine I don't know. I was very disappointed. I was just very disappointed. Um, all in all, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. So, so like from the very beginning, everything with between the Doctor and Leela just. And, and I don't know. I should have looked at this before. How long has Leela been with the Doctor by this point? Is That's this, a good question. Uh, we definitely saw her first. Yeah. You know, this is after. Talons, Talons of Wang Chiang, which, despite its yeah. racism, is much, much better. I mean, you're coming off like it's like Robots of Death. With uh, before that, so there's like like these bangers that are coming out that are amazing. So she's in all of those. I, I'm trying to remember like when's her. I'm gonna go through the timeline here. She's in Face of Evil, right? I'm going back. I and, think and maybe this, Face of this Evil is her, podcasting, right? Yeah, here. no, People it's good. It's real time their... figuring it out. I think Face of Evil was her first story. Evil. Right? Because Deadly Assassin, he has no uh, companion. I think Face of Evil is her planet. And I think that's where she joins. So that's at least one, two. About three or four, let's just say three or four stories, they've been together. So they've been getting together a good amount of time when you figure they're each four parts or six parts. So she's not necessarily new, but they're still getting to know each other. I guess they're still, I mean, or whatever. So what the reason I asked that is the the amount, the number of times the doctor derides Leela as being a savage, of being unintellectual. So there's this whole idea, like, how... How is it that these these virus aliens are affect everyone but able her. to infect people, but Leela's immune somehow, and maybe there's some physiological thing, and they they data analyze her, and they look, and they, there's there's nothing physiologically <laughs> yes. that's preventing it. So it must be because she's dumb. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. And like that's that's like the biggest part when they say it. But there's many times leading up to that where it's just like ah. You just rely on your instinct, and yeah, and and they they do and they do that thing too, where the companion has the idea, and then the doctor's dismissive of it, and then they end up doing that idea, right? And then that's sort of the joke. But in this case, it didn't even work. It just felt like, I don't know, the way that it is executed is like, oh no, maybe that you know, usually the doctor can make that be charming, and in this case, he just seemed like a jerk. And right. like it's just, but you're right. Like the whole premise of why she she's immune to this is because she's she's a dope, or she's all instinct and intuition, as they, as they say. Yeah, she's also yeah. like one of the only women in it. So it's like the first thing they should have thought of was like, well, this is the only woman that it's come in nurse. contact with. But yeah, but then later they when you get to the hospital, nurse. you get the nurse. But Which, yeah, I the, mean, to be fair. They really uh, accentuated the nurse's um, role in the story by putting her in shiny green pleather. Yeah, I so, liked I when Leela went as the nurse and went went. Uh, yeah, and canine the, the, the is makeup on her face. Canine yeah. is great, but there's just even the it's all these like really very convenient moments with canine, where all of a sudden he's he does exactly what he needs to do, and then he literally shuts himself <laughs> off, or he runs into a wall. Like there's just right. all it just was like. Just really poorly executed. I felt he like was, there was no real tension ever, even though there should have been. I don't know. I was not. I was not too happy. And I mentioned to you, like I kept falling asleep for the last one. I mean, granted, it was like ten, past after ten o'clock at night, but I was having a hard <laughs> go on episode four. Um, I mean, yeah, and it, it is you. Even though you may have been fa- falling in and out of sleep as wa- as you're watching it, <laughs> didn't it didn't, matter. Didn't watching matter. it, yeah, completely like uh, intently didn't make it any better. So I don't think that was a bad choice of yours. Um, I mean, but, okay, so but but, but the shrimp the shrimp thing is also so dumb. And I talked about the arm thing, but I just kept hearing like Steve Martin go uh, too wild and crazy guys. <laughs> like, that's, like that's all. It was just so it was just so dumb. It was yeah, not good. I mean, I on paper I could see um, uh, a production designer, <laughs> a costume designer, sketching out what that creature looks like, and it's like, oh, yeah, that looks really cool. And then they put it together, and like, oh no, its first form was cooler because it was horrifying. It looked like something yeah. out of Eraserhead. It was just this, this mound thing. of of flesh and like a Cronenberg pile yeah, of things yes. with like one, one limb deformed claw. claw coming out it's like all right i w- this is a horrifying nightmare and then all yeah. of a sudden it became just basically a, like a, a shrimp or a lobster or whatever yeah i and they I, refer they, to uh, him as a crustacean a seahorse a, a seahorse shrimp dog is what he looks like to me that's what i wrote <laughs> um i don't know i mean man there's just not a whole lot to say about this it's one, not really, great there's a it's, lot going yeah it's I mean, not great like it's to murder people with her knife that's kind of fun. yeah a lot oh. of knife murders and but before just to jump Go back ahead. on the thing we were talking about the sets yeah what's up with like it was like three leather lazy boys and like like a modern piece of dining room furniture you would have gotten in like 1984 that was the interior of the ship like it, oh, when yeah. it opened, it was like oh boy, where it was just the three guys. There's two guys like in leather lazy boys in the back, trying to nap or something. I, think <laughs> I don't know nap what in the they, back. was that. The only room, and there was all these different locations. Like they're on the ship, 
But then they're also go to the uh, Titan base. But then there's also the medic. Like, couldn't they have just had the medical base on Titan base? Like, there was all this, like, back and forth. Well, and then the doctors to, right. go to the medical base. And then they watch them go back to Titan. And then Because Titan was the place they were actually going to. I know, but just consolidate some of those locations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and why can't just, the guy get, bring the guy gets canine? He's lost his dog. He's got a robot dog. He says it like a thousand times. This is my best friend in the world. I'm like, I'm with you. I like the robot dog more than the people. And then he just gives the dog away, in a way that's sort of weird. He like, do we see him again? Because he's like, I'm going to Earth. Could you watch my dog? And then the doctor steals his dog for a couple seasons. And then the dog. You know, I don't even remember how canine. Does canine die? Does the this canine Mark Two? This is the first canine. Canine Mark Two that the doctor's been upgrading uh, leaves with Romana Two at the end of. Um, well, what about this guy who's good? It's his dog. He's never gonna get it back. He's never gonna get it back. It's fine. <laughs> um, did I, this was just for you though? But that professor, did yeah. he at all remind you of uh, Doctor Jacoby? I just kept. Seeing yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, the red, the red and blue glasses were a dead giveaway. Well, yeah, he only had the blue glasses, but that would have been great. But, uh, yeah, so he's he invented K-9. I'd like the Yeah, and you know, J- Jacoby, did that, Jacoby did that uh, ping-pong ball thing where he put the ping-pong ball in one ear and made it come out his other ear as a little trick, right. and then there was uh, ping-pong balls inside Tom Baker, which was a prisoner thing, too. That made me think of you when we were I seeing did, the yeah, giant white yeah. balls. That was the that were uh, hairy his, his white blood cells coming to eat the, the people's. Yeah, um, I mean, there's that one little funny... <laughs> sort of funny joke as they're inside his brain and like an electrical current goes by and what was that? It was just a passing thought. Uh, no, the one, the one that was great after that. That part was good too. But then when something else happens and he's like, "I gotta, ki- I'm kicking my leg up," and then they cut to the very animated <laughs> leg kick. It was I that part was okay. It was on its face stupid. You know the cloning part was especially dumb, and then they so only weird. last for. 10 minutes? 10 minutes? Like, what? And the doctor right. knew about... It was just like, well, that's not really... Clo- I don't know, it's, it's all fine. It's like, yeah, that was some <laughs> sort of uh, uh, technology that really had no purpose. It was more like a, a circus trick than anything else. Okay, yeah, why sorry. would you need that? Really why would you need that? Other than just a fake history or to have like... But it's not faking because you have the same... And it doesn't make any sense, Everything. right? So, no, like, whatever sense. you feel, whatever your clone, whatever happens to your real body, somehow the clone also feels, like, because you're made of the same tissue and you're like, okay. I guess. Sure. I mean, if they're able to clone a whole body and the clothing they're wearing, then who knows what can happen, really. It's Right. But at that point, are they sharing memories? Does the current doctor remember what he did inside? See, this is another thing you need to put in your notebook yeah. for your fan fiction slash un, uh, unsolicited comic book uh, story. And that's that how they put. get the antidote is from Leela dying inside of him. That led to antibodies that somehow? That led to, I, and I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's all fine. So the, the only other part that I thought, I mentioned this briefly earlier, as they're wandering through uh, the doctor's brain, he points out a structure in the brain that says this is this is reflex link whereby he can tune himself into the time lord intelligentsia oh yeah that's right super brains and ones i lost that particular faculty when they kicked me out which was i don't know if you've ever seen a reference to that previously or since but it is a kind of cool concept we've never really seen i'm sure it's probably if we haven't seen a tv story 
maybe it features in some of the audio or prose. Yeah, but, um, that part was cool. This, the super brain thing is kind of a cool And concept. it's also like that part of Doctor Who where people don't know of the Time Lords because like right. they, uh, she says Gallifrey well, and she thinks it's Ireland. does. Ireland. The virus does. Yeah, that's a good point. The virus does. But when, when the humans don't, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, when they're putting in his medical records, they say Gallifrey and they make some, like it's Ireland or something. Right? right, right, and then they realize it's not human. There's the two brain, uh, two hearts, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then the doctor is very excited about the the medical doctor is very excited about that. Yeah, Doctor Jacoby is. Yeah, <sighs> I don't um, know. It it was the other, disappointing. The only other thing that I think is interesting, maybe interesting, but I think is notable in the story. I think people kind of know this story for it um, is the phonetic spelling of things throughout the ship. Oh so, like, yes, em- yeah. Emergency exit, the way that it's spelled. Like, right. I, I don't know what that was supposed to do. I mean. You know, people are saying, oh, it's because, you know, languages evolve over time and this is showing whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was just so useless and just. Yeah, that was know, odd. Was weird. That was very odd. But it was and, at least it was something. It I was mean, something. I guess they were they were going for some world building. Uh, also, new TARDIS set, which I had read this. I did not pick up okay, on it. Yep. Right. Because the old wooden one that we had used previous to this had warped or something. And that now they, okay. they did this newer one that's actually a throwback to the old one, which is kind of right. like just plain and. And the way that the doctor describes this, so so you know we're not doing these chronologically, as you all know. Um, Leela, when they come into this control room, says that she's never been in there before, and the doctor refers to this white control room as the second control room. The wooden one is the primary control room. Oh yeah, because there was I a secondary before. control room. I, I do remember this us is doing the secondary that. control room. So we've always been really located in the secondary one this with this brief detour off to the primary one with the wood uh which i never liked anyway but kate this this episode this story whatever aired in 77 so star wars is out so Hmm. do we all think this was just we got to get an r2d2 so let's get an R2-D2 in it. Because I also i I did some reading we usually don't do post reading but i was curious about k9 and I had read when they were writing this, they didn't really know he was going to be a companion. So he was just going to be this one-off robot dog. And then oh. while they were filming it or whatever, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll make him the companion. So they have that little ending where he can, he can go with them. But was it a response to how popular Star Wars? Because Star Wars comes out the same year, but only like May. And I don't even know when it came out in the UK, if that was just the US that was May. Right. But was it, I mean, it seems like it was influenced, like the, the ratings are sort of lagging in Doctor Who, I believe, at this point. So let's bring in a, we need one of them robot dogs. I don't know if that's a real thing. I had always thought that it was uh, something for ratings, it was specifically to, to bring in more kids. I don't know that it's necessarily related to um, Star Wars, but right. really, so they honestly, both are arriving time, at the. What else? What else? Because that was huge. What like after R two D two, it was yeah. like Buck Rogers and and uh, Twinkie, Twiggy, Tweaky, whatever his name was. Like everyone had. There was that other show that had like the round. I can't even remember. There was some other space show. That was Buck Rogers too. He he carried Tweaky carried around the. Did he have a small baby? Like a. Like Flava Flav and the clock around his neck. <laughs> yes, kind of yes. Stuff. But I'm thinking of something else. Maybe it's the, the robots from Black Hole or something. It doesn't oh, matter. Okay. Everything's fine. No, it, 
<laughs> Nothing matters. It's, it's cool. <laughs> um, oh, the fact that K9 could get mind controlled, but Leela couldn't. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's just like, okay, whatever. Weird. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I. It was also kind of fun, like, not fun, just strange. When they when they go to the asteroid hospital, space station, whatever, <laughs> it really immediately turned into, like, St. Elsewhere in space. It was just a very strange kind of... Um, uh, aren't aren't medical healthcare systems just so uh, Byzantine and the the nurse like typing all the stuff and yep. getting her? I don't know. It's just I don't know. This story, man. Yeah, you literally were like, we need about. we need to have a, a, a whole and getting into the hospital routine, where even yeah, the guy's really asking about his eyes and he he's going with the joke long enough to get actually seen by a doctor before he infects something. Like he went to the room. Uh, I'm assuming a nurse took him there, said the doctor will be here in 10 minutes, and then that guy stayed there for 10 minutes, sitting out. on, playing with the, the tissue paper under his uh, under his rear, and then the doctor came in, and then he face-blasted him. Zapped him in the eyeballs. Um, yeah, I mean, they were trying to take over the smartest people, uh, you know, not those dumb nurses and Leela. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, the whole the whole Leela being immune thing was strange. It could have been like, oh, from her planet, but it was like, no, because she's she's so. It was just dumb. Savage. The predator instinct. Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he needed her coming to the, his brain with him. Right, and so they just kept her having her stab skills. people. It's hard to like to do anything with that kind of character too, because you're writing her into a box. Yeah. I don't know. It's all fine. Well, I mean, you don't have to write her into a box. You can use that as a starting point and go anywhere with her, but they just chose not to. They just chose I don't to even remember how she gets time. married off to a king of something of something. Is that what happens? Sure, let's say that. I think happens. we watched it. I just can't remember. I try not to. Um, <laughs> anything else we can talk about on this one cuz I don't know, this is this 10 quick. minutes long our review cuz I can't remember uh, like I, I have my notes are not great. I mean, I mean, it's I all notes, uh, when when the doctor's balls attack. I mean, how many times am I going to write that? We get it, Eric. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. I got nothing unless you have anything. What do you think of K nine? Are you happy with K nine? I usually like K nine. Yeah, I like yeah, the. Uh, he doesn't have much as you know. He's got a little bit of his personality, but not. I don't feel like you know they they work not, on not that fully de- not fully developed yet, but um definitely there it feels like canine um even with the sort of tongue-in-cheek stuff that that uh canine is more known for later when dr jacoby says i built uh canine to be able to do all the things that i can do um and canine says and better or and more or whatever and the jacoby looks back at him like huh um there's cute stuff like that yeah he was fine he was fine not my favorite character you know that he's allowed as heck when they're driving that rc car around to make him move around he's just yeah. really really grinding the gears um it's weird know, the way he shuts issues. down like when he becomes evil and attacks leela and just runs into the wall and when it was happening i was like is that part of the story or did he just did they lose control of it and hit the wall and then they made it a part of the story <laughs> He just uh, decides to shut a, down, and then like he reboots, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm totally cold now." <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. The stories was was just so so strange, right? Like yeah. if he hadn't shut down, he would have been. He's like a formidable uh, laser destroyer. Until he runs out of energy, like he did towards the end. So it was that kind of like 
plot device convenience thing whenever they needed it but then they also turned it into a contrivance that made things harder like yeah it just the way they were using him it, it was not a, a great great story I, I i'm gonna blame most of this on the the writing and uh the fact that uh, apparently it seems like uh, the tom baker doesn't really like uh well is that true i feel like we I don't we did talk true. about that know. before and i feel I'm like just, there is I don't care. Maybe some some disagreements, and I feel like we covered that in some previous uh, thing that we reviewed. It's less important to me whether the actual actors like each other or not than it is what appears on screen, and it just does not appear that there's any chemistry really on screen at all. He keeps correcting her all the time, and and in just such a in a way that he does with other companions that seems like you said can seem charming other times, but with her did not feel. Yeah, I had to look up her last story. Leela's last story is The Invasion of Time, which I'm sh- sure we did. It's something to do with the Suntarans. In- no, maybe we never did that one. The Suntarans invade Gallifrey. That doesn't ring a bell. No, I don't think we have done that one. Maybe we will. Oh, so let's keep our fingers well, crossed. What did, for, what did for other people, like since this. you and I seem to have finished what we thought of uh, this, what did other people think yeah um we're gonna do invasion uh, of time so spoilers i guess i spoiled it for myself we uh that's our last show and it's involves the subterrans and gallifrey and now i've been i've spoiled it for you uh, who got married to the king nissa forget everything yeah somebody got married off to a king in a in a strange way was it adric (laughs) who's adric good good job adric um so thank you guys i did uh put out briefly a quick uh well, tell us what you think or actually no eric did and then uh then the old doctor who show on twitter that's t-o-d-w show on twitter uh we asked for your feedback um got a little bit of feedback on this one uh katie uh kneecamp says half the aliens during davison's run looked like they're from an 80s glam rock band um, I would go back and as far as and say like that yes that connects to this one especially we didn't really talk about the eye makeup the sequiny glitter uh, yeah feather boa huge Scottish eyebrows uh, eye <laughs> the makeup eyebrows were were really kicking they were they're beautiful yeah and for what reason I mean I guess just to show it would have been more it. exciting if you didn't see if someone was infected or right not. right then it would be I more. Agree. You not knowing who to trust instead of the guy just grabbing those like uh, patriot Space style uh, Ray Bans or whatever he was wearing. Randy Savage. Randy style. Savage. Style class. <laughs> uh, so thank you for, for replying to that one. Uh, homeschool, homeschooled film school. Yep. On Twitter says uh, they rip, ripped off Fantastic Voyage with Raquel Welsh, or maybe that Raquel Welsh vehicle ripped off the classic Doctor Who. Uh, no, you brought no, that up. I think uh, you, you were, you know, you, that definitely came before this. Yes, definitely did. It came in the 60s. And I'm sure that um, heavily inspired this, and they would probably be the first to tell you that. Uh, yes. Um, if time travel ever does become a reality, who will steal ideas from whom? Ah, good point. Um, they go on to say, when I was younger, I thought Star Trek The Next Generation had real breakthrough idea with the Borg. But then, as I've been sorting through the classic Doctor Who, I came to realize that Who did the same concept first with the Cybermen. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, so that's, you know, it's, I guess, not uncommon for genre um, stories to kind of borrow from each other and build on top of the same yep. kind of ideas. So um, I would 
say that I prefer the Borg as an enemy to Cybermen. But I couldn't tell you, Dan, because as you know, I famously have never seen Star Trek The Next Generation. It is famous. None of the movies either, eh? I've seen uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. That's a good one to see, but uh, which I liked as a kid. There, the there were one. worms that went in your ears. There's a lot of yep. worms in the '80s, right? So you have the worms that went in your ears in Star Trek Two, and then you had the boar worms in Flash Gordon, uh, which and I had a thing for Ming's daughter, and that was like <laughs> that was setting me up on something weird going on. With do you remember that scene when she's being tortured and they put boar worms on her back? I do that. It <laughs> that didn't have much, as that much had a very as it did deep for you. effect on a very young fella. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I gotta see this movie again. Um, yeah, but anyway, I guess those are the only two worms. Not much of a, not much of a trend, but it could have been. I think you need three for a trend, so you didn't quite get there. That was a coincidence. Yeah. Well, you had the Green Death. You had the Green Death uh, for Doctor Who. Worms were also involved. Sure. Anyway, okay. you can return anyway, to the, the moving on from that. The listeners' comment. Um, so again, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, but with that, that was all the, the Twitter love. We didn't really uh, get a, a bunch no, of and I think I forgot also- to post on Instagram, so people didn't even have a chance to, to write what they thought. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. But thank you so much for those who did. <laughs> and, um, you know, you can always let us know what you thought about the story whenever we post it and uh, put out all the gifts that we're inevitably going to put out for this story. Although, I'm again, when we have these stories, we're just like us. Not that this was a slog to get through, but it wasn't the most exciting story. Having to go back through another time, rewatch it, and pull out gifts, this one's going to be kind of... Yeah, hard. I mean, there's probably... I would say... There's moments that are good. There's probably moments that are really funny. Worth, like, worth gifable. Like yep. the, the stupid enemy. Uh, but you're right. You may only have three gifts. <laughs> it is quite possible. Um but so, yeah, please let us know what you think there um, whenever we do post this, whenever you uh, see it, and let us know what you thought about the story. And uh, other you things. Can also, if you don't tweet, oh. you can reach us on the email machines. So we're at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, we've got a couple of emails from you folks there. Uh, my computer is slow right now and okay. i'm waiting for my email okay to load. well while you're waiting for your email to load i will oh, tell yeah. you listeners that what you should be doing is you should be watching the our next story which is the time meddler so we're going all the way back to william hartnell and i'm inter- very interested in this story because ian and barbara previously on doctor who had just left so now we're going to get vicky and the doctor and we've already spoiled it right so we know who another person is going to be because they were in the story we did before yeah it's going to be that um stuffed animal yeah the stuffed animal steve steve uh, the astronaut steve the animal steve um, the animal so steel the- george the animal steel yeah, that's right uh, that's a lot of WWF references for one podcast. It is. Today. It's more um, than we normally make. I'm looking. I mean, I'm. I. I like being in the color years these days, but I'm actually looking forward to that story just to see how they handle it. And it's it's a, a Douglas uh, Camfield from the Camptown Campfields, so he's behind the camera. Uh, Who knows what'll happen? People love that. Uh, so on the emails, we got one from our friend Christops. Um, this email is uh, concise. To the point. Okay. This is the story where the doctor catches crabs. That's that true. 
that was it. That's true. Uh, he says, you, you have no idea how long I've been holding on to this joke. So, uh, yeah, the, the crabs and the doctor's balls in his head. Um, <laughs> that was pretty much this entire story. Those will be the gifts as what well. What are those so, giant balls? You don't it's even need to. So weird. The are they supposed to be white blood cells? Yeah, those, those were. Yeah, Why were they hairy, Dan? Um, it's all fine, right? Why? Why? I mean, why can't they be hairy? Be body body positive, and we're talking it's about true. internal body. That's true as well. Internal body positive. Internal body positive. Um, and lastly, an email from our friend uh, Paul Paranoid wrote a. Uh, he even admits a rather lengthy email. Um, the. Uh, thrust of it basically says the invisible enemy has taken a lot of criticism and rightly so as is quite preposterous but i dearly love it really because yeah this is partly because i saw it on transmission at seven years old okay and because seven-year-old me got it um so that mean that is true like we do have to remember at times it's a kid's show it's primarily a kid's show well i will say this like reviewing a show from from, you know 50 years ago? Sure we are. When um, when we watch certain ones, I'm like, I don't know if people like this or not like this. And I like it, but I could see, you know, I've done that whole thing. When I was watching this, I was like, there's no, this is probably one of the most hated shows. Like, I just felt like I knew that. And I think that's... You should go, while I, while I keep reading this, uh, see if you can find the Doctor Who magazine rankings and see what oh, this one falls Oh, oh. I didn't even know there was a Doctor Who ranking magazine. They... they the Doctor Who magazine did, I think, a series of rankings. But see if you can find one. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, Paul goes on to say uh, the reasons he loved this. Uh, Tom Baker. Couldn't agree more. Uh, space stations and starships. Yep, not bad. Uh, an unprecedented amount of ambitious laser gun battles. There was a lot of laser there were gun battles. a lot battles. of them. A were lot. Ambitious? And because of the way they do the effects, you can't tell who's shooting at what. It's no. just just tur- hitting people turning light uh, flashlights on and off. And apparently, K9 can only hit people in the knees, which is a good shot. That like you should go for the knee. I think that's a good idea. But um, that's where he just kept hitting people in the knees. Um, incredibly striking science fiction ideas. The ideas were yeah. Not I would. Bad, I would. I like the, the the invisible enemy as virus uh, pandemic mm-hmm. thing that they had running. Um, and then lastly, uh, as a big. Uh, check mark in the in the win column is uh the unforgettable k9 uh paul goes on to say um so there, there's a lot more here where uh paul is trying to convince us that it's good why this is a good story but you guys have our opinion and and you have your own this this is what makes um uh, a fan community so much so interesting uh, totally different feelings around these things uh, but thank you so much for paul uh for writing and uh if you guys want to do the same and write in uh the Old Doctor Who show at gmail.com is the place to do that. Hey, Eric. Uh, I couldn't find, find anything. anything. I found That's the only fine. thing I could find for Doctor Who magazine is I found the top 10 stories of all time and then the, the 10 worst stories of all time, and it is on neither list. Okay. If That's you're interested in the, in the worst stories of all time, uh, we have this is from 232 down to 241. I guess there's only 241 stories. Uh, Space Museum. Rings uh-huh. of uh, Akatan. I can't read too good. The Dominators, The Space Pirates, Underworld, Time Flight, uh, a.k.a. Concord, Time uh-huh. Lash, Time and the Ronnie, Fear Her. Uh-huh. Oh, Fear Her is a newer one, isn't it? So this must be yes. a mix of new and old. Yeah. And The Twin yeah. Dilemma is the, considered the worst story of all time. We've seen a lot of these. We've um, seen a lot of them. We we've survived seen a lot them. of these. 
We've That's seen uh, Time Flight, certainly Time Lash. Did we do Underworld? It sounds familiar. Time in the Ronnie, mm-hmm. we did, and a Twindle. I, so. I know. I'll do a little bit more. If we could get like a list, that would actually be I good. Have, too. Okay, here we go. So this is Doctor Who Magazine 2014 user survey. Um, at the time, they uh, ranked 241 stories. Hey now. And the Invisible Enemy is squarely in the bottom third. Yeah, see. Coming in at, at a cool 196. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, not not everyone's not favorite. No. But hey, it wasn't six parts. Can you imagine if it was six parts? I think. The, the the screenwriting gods every day. This was only four, four parts. All right, Dan. Uh, well, we talked yeah, about what's it. next. I... If you want to, uh, again, if you want to tweet at us, uh, Twitter, TODW Show. Uh, Instagram, same thing, TODW Show. You can email us at the old Doctor Who Show at the gmails.com. Eric, what is the next story? Did you already tell us what the next I story did. Is? Uh, we're going back to William Hartnell. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's where we're going to find out what happens uh, to William Hartnell post Ian and Barbara. R.I.P. Right. Babs, I'll miss you forever. Um, yeah. Oh, and, you know, buy Goblin. And if you bought it, you uh, leave a review. How's that? How's that for more homework? Yeah, and if you haven't bought it yet, um, would you suggest maybe they, yeah, they go could to buy the it. local independent bookstore? Yes. And oh, absolutely. It? That should be your first stop. Obviously, Amazon is easy. I order plenty of things from Amazon. That's where if I got you're mine from. able to get it on Amazon, God bless you. But if you do have a local store near you, it's always better to go there, you give them some business, and they may order more than one copy. And now there's a chance someone else will find it. Yeah. So, that's so it's cool. all good. Yeah, honestly, I always people ask me, what's the best? It's like whatever works for you. And if you want to read it digitally, you can read it digitally. It's whatever, Absolutely. you know, it's your, it's your life. Oh, right. Okay. To your life. To your to life. To your life. <laughs> I'm not sure oh, what that meant, but I Yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's a, yeah. I'm just happy okay, this story's over. I think we both fell asleep in the back half of this one as well. It was um, so hard. So. Yeah, this story is like an invisible enemy. It is like a virus that infects you, and it just drains all of your essence. It's like a little podling in the dark crystal, and it's just zapping us of all of our life essence. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> All right, peace okay, out. Okay, that's it, everybody. We'll we'll let you get on with your lives. Um, thank you so much, and uh, we will see you yeah, again see in ya. three weeks. Peace. Bye, everybody. All right. Oh, I saw an hour ago. We were at a party. Here, love fell in the game. Someone reached in and grabbed it. Rock, rock.
robots, you know?